Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everyone. All you cat lovers out there, thanks for joining us today for another episode of Cat Talk Radio. I'm Molly, your resident cat expert, and today we have a perfect topic for all you senior cat owners out there, and really middle-aged cat owners, because they'll be seniors soon, so this will be good stuff to know. We're going to be diving into why it's important to feed senior cats differently, and in particular, the role of phosphate in their diet. So, of course, joining me today is my trusty co-host and handsome husband, Dewey Vaughn. Yay! Hello, everyone, and hello to my beautiful wife. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my love, for bringing this up. I'm excited to learn more about this. I'm sure our listeners are, too. So, let's. Uh, I've got a little bit of allergy, so I'll try to keep <laughs> keep in tune here a little bit. But let's get started from the beginning. Why is it essential to feed senior cats differently from your or from their younger counterparts? Well, senior cats, typically, we're talking about those cats that are about seven years or older, have unique nutritional needs, kind of just like us. As cats age, their metabolism slows down, their activity levels decrease, and they might also be facing various health issues. So it's crucial to adjust their diet to cater to these changes to promote their overall well-being. So, you know, that makes sense. And I guess you could apply that also to humans, too, if you think about it. Absolutely. But what are some significant dietary considerations for senior cats? Well, senior cats may benefit from diets that are lower in calories, right, to help control obesity, as well as higher in protein. That's very important and going to be key to this conversation. And the reason why they need higher protein is to maintain muscle mass, right, because muscle tends to to go away as we get older. And yeah. it's also essential to monitor their weight, right, as, as because weight gain or weight loss, either one can be indicative of underlying health problems that they might be having. And senior cats often, you know, face dental issues. It's not at all uncommon for them to have dental issues at that age, especially if you haven't been taking them in for annual cleanings. So a diet with a softer texture can be more palatable for them, a little easier to chew. And it's real important that you watch your cat. You know, if they become finicky about a food that they normally like, that can mean that they're having some sort of discomfort going on in their mouth, like like infections in their teeth. I see. I see. Those are very valuable insights. And um, now that you give us something to look at, that that helps out a lot. Now, you mentioned the role of lowering phosphate in senior cat diets. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. So phosphate, this this gets kind of kind of sticky here. So so if any of you listeners have questions after this conversation, feel free to email me. But phosphate is an essential mineral 
found in many cat foods, right? And it does play a significant role in various bodily functions, including bone health and maintaining normal pH levels. However, an excessive phosphate intake can be harmful, particularly for senior cats. You don't really see much when they're young, but as cats age, their kidneys may not be functioning as efficiently as they did when they were younger, and they be may, they become more susceptible to kidney disease as they age. So it's not just the phosphate level, but it's actually the calcium to phosphate ratio. All right. Now this is where it's going to get a little deep, but um, really inexpensive cat foods typically tend to have wrong ratios of minerals and, and trace elements. So calcium and phosphorus in the food are two ingredients that can significantly impair the function of the kidneys if it's not balanced properly, right? And so it's supposed to be 0.6 grams of calcium and 5 grams of phosphorus per 100 grams of food which is about a 1.2 to 1 ratio, right? Now, for kittens, that's slightly different. It should be 1.5 to 1 because kittens need more calcium because their bones are growing and, and things like that. If a cat has too little calcium, right, then bound calcium is released from their bones, right, to meet the natural requirement. And, of course, the consequences of that are bone fractures and inflammation of the pancreas or even kidney failure and phosphorus is probably i would say even second most important component of teeth and bones and it ensures cell health as well um, and phosphorus from animal sources meaning mostly meat can be better utilized than that from plant sources and they've studied, they've analyzed, you know, cat food, and they've shown that the low quality cat food contains too high of a concentration of calcium and phosphorus. So again, it's really, really important that we're feeding cats a high quality food, especially as they age. A lot of times people say, well, cat's already six, seven years old. I've already done whatever damage. I'm not going to bother to feed a, a healthier diet. Well, it's actually more important as they get older. And some of those lower quality foods have five to 10 times higher the amount of phosphorus and calcium that a cat needs. And after just 30 days, they're showing significant kidney damage. And they've, they've done some studies to actually test that. So this is really important that we pay attention to that. Now, how do you know what the phosphorus to calcium ratio is? right per per cat i mean per food it's it's hard and it and it may not be on their uh, bag it may list calcium and it may list phosphorus you got to do your own math and figure out is it one 1.2 to one is it the same ratio or you can shoot them an email that'll also tell them <laughs> okay so how does phosphorus intake relate to kidney disease in senior cats 
Well, because the high phosphate levels can put additional stress on the kidneys, right? Kidneys are responsible for filtering waste products from the blood, and they maintain the balance of minerals in the body. And when phosphate levels are too high, the kidneys have to work really, really hard, much harder than they're supposed to, to eliminate the excess, which can lead to kidney damage, right? In senior cats who have a compromised kidney function, maybe because they've been fed a poor food their whole life, it's really vital to reduce that strain on the kidneys by lowering phosphate intake. You know, limiting that dietary phosphorus in cat food with a chronic kidney disease cat really has been shown to delay the progression of the disease. And, you know, it also serves to reduce the effects of renal secondary hyperparathyroidism, which is very important as well. Is there a number or amount of phosphate a senior cat should have? Yeah, the recommended phosphate range on a dry matter basis for cats with any kind of kidney disease is usually 0.3 to 0.6 on average. Now, it's important, I think, here that we talk about the difference. There are two kinds of, 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 of phosphorus, right? So it's, there's organic and inorganic. All right, organic phosphorus is a phosphorus that's present naturally in many foods, um, and especially high-protein foods like meat, right, which, of course, cats need a high-protein content, and as obligate carnivores, they, they really need that. But inorganic phosphorus is when phosphorus is bound to another mineral like calcium, sodium, or magnesium. Inorganic phosphorus is also referred to as phosphate because of how it's bound to other minerals. Phosphates are most often, often included in foods as preservatives to extend shelf life and to add texture to foods, right? And some of those um, would be calcium monophosphate, sodium monophosphate, and sodium dihydrogen phosphate. So look at that on on hand labels. It's very important. Um, kibble has the highest amount of phosphate and, of course, ash than any other food. So especially if your cat's getting older, it's time to wean them from the kibble. And we just did an episode on transitioning your cat from dry to canned food. So how can owners ensure they are providing a diet with lower phosphate for their senior cats? So the most effective way um, is to choose cat foods that are specially formated, formulated for senior cats. Um, and manufacturers will have that info of phosphate on their foods, on the label, or again, if it's, if it's not on the label or on their website, you can usually email them and they'll, and they'll tell you. Um, you know, Weruva is a great brand that's w-e-r-u-v-a weruva it's a great brand that it has lower phosphorus levels in their canned food just naturally compared to other canned foods but they've just released a low very low phosphorus canned food and um and so you know and there are some 
prescription foods that are lower, the CD your vet will prescribe is uh, low in phosphorus food. A lot of cats don't like the flavor of that because they're reducing the protein at the same time in those prescription foods. And again, it's very important that senior cats get higher amounts of protein so that they don't lose muscle mass. So, you know, I, I would tend to go with a, you know, Waruva. If you have a high level uh, cat food store in your neighborhood, you can go in and talk to them and say, I've got a senior cat and I need some good quality senior cat food, moist food, and, and let them point you in the right direction. You know, you feed Pico a raw diet, which Pico's our cat, but for those people that don't know, but isn't raw food known to be really high in phosphorus? Yeah, raw food is is high in protein, very, very high in protein, and therefore also high in phosphorus, you know. And, you know, there's this dogma that all older cats you know, be fed reduced energy senior diets, like I just said, where it's reduced protein. And I really think that's got to be questioned based on, you know, what's known about the increasing energy requirements and nutritional needs of older cats. I mean, you know, geriatric cats have an inability to digest protein, right, which leads to a loss of muscle mass if their overall energy and protein needs are not met, right? So in addition to an increased calorie intake, older cats also require higher amounts to maintain reserves compared to younger adults. And as cats age, they absorb and metabolize it less efficiently. So it's extremely important to feed them a high quality protein, meaning from animal sources rather than grain-based sources, and as well as an adequate quantity of food. You know, this seems like an impossible puzzle. Didn't you say at the beginning that the senior cats need more protein to build and maintain muscle mass? Yeah. How do you know if your cat is getting the right amount of phosphorus in their food? Well, if 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 the daily caloric intake isn't increased and and you know, you're seeing weight loss in your cat, right? Um, And really senior cats need more calories, I guess is what I'm saying, right? Because they're, if you're seeing weight loss in your senior cat, it's likely to be the loss of lean body mass, like muscle mass, right? They call that the sarcopenia of aging. And there is a way to feed a high protein diet safely. They're making raw food now with no bone, right? Because bone is the bone matter that's in raw food is where that uh, phosphorus is is coming from. So they're making raw food now that the bone is replaced with eggshell typically. And eggshell provides the calcium that's still needed in the diet without the extra phosphorus. In fact, the brand that we feed Pico, you know, Pico's too young to be cutting back on his phosphorus levels right now, but uh, we feed him a raw food called Roar, R-A-W-R, and they've launched a new food that has the bone removed and eggshell, a a very low phosphorus food specifically for senior cats. So yes, you can feed your cat a very high quality natural raw food diet with a low phosphorus brand. 
So if they get too much phosphorus in their food, what does that look like? Well, symptoms of excess phosphorus in the blood in cats look like, you know, loss of appetite, vomiting, weight loss, weakness, lethargy, drinking more water than normal, tooth loss a lot of times, muscle tremors. Again, those can all be symptoms of, of many different types of you know, medical issues. So it's important to get your cat to the vet if they're showing anything, any, any of those symptoms at all. Now, what about treats or supplements that you give cats? Can they also contribute to high phosphorus intake? Yeah, they sure can. You know, both treats and supplements may contain higher levels of phosphate. So it's essential to be mindful what you're feeding your senior cat it's not only the main meals, but all those extra snacks and additions that, that you need to consider. You know, when in doubt, always contact the treat manufacturer and ask for the phosphate levels in the treat. For instance, um, the Lick and Lap, because it has so much meat in it, you know, it, it actually has pretty low phosphate levels, like um, the Lick and Lap chicken has 0.05 phosphate level in it and 0.06 calcium. So it's a good balance of calcium to phosphate ratio in the Vitacraft Lickin' Lab. You know, that's good to know, really. It's clear that providing the right diet is crucial for senior cats. Are there any other tips or considerations you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah, there actually are. So, you know, adding nutrients to the food is very, very important for seniors. I, I would recommend adding omega-3s, which is like fish oil. That really helps, you know. Also, glucosamine helps with joints and arthritis. Some seniors benefit from the addition of digestive enzymes, you know, to the diet to help them get the most from their food. And, you know, that might be like a probiotic, like Fortiflora or something like that. And sometimes as seniors age, their sense of smell diminishes. So it can also be helpful if you warm up their food, you know, more than maybe you did before, because it helps to release the aroma, which will make it more appealing for your cat to eat. Um, you know, don't warm it in the microwave, however, add hot water to it, really hot water. Is, is better than warming it in the microwave. And if your senior cat struggles with slower bowel movements, you know, adding some fiber to the diet may be very helpful. But moisture is key. Lots and lots and lots of moisture. Really is time to wean your cat from kibble and get them on a quality moist diet at this time of their lives. And so, you know, besides diet, and uh, regular veterinary checkups are really essential for senior, you know, cats. I know it's a pain in the butt to take your cat to the vet. And so doing it annually is, is a burden. But, boy, when they hit, you know, that seven-year age range, it's real important that you commit to taking them to the vet annually. And if you can't do that, if it's just too much trouble for you, then look for a mobile vet in your community that will come to you. Make it easy on the cat because, you know, vet visits are going to help it detect and address health issues early. And that's going to ensure a longer and healthier life for your cat. And then, you know, providing a comfortable and safe environment that accommodates their aging needs, you know, is important. Like 
lower litter box side so they can get in and out of litter boxes more easily. Warming beds, you know, like uh, heating pads under blankets. We went over to our friends the other day and they discovered heating pads for their cat and their cat was just in heaven. She would not get off of it just laying around and she's, you know, she's tennis. She's getting up there. So making their environment just like the seniors in our lives you know you you put on you put on uh, arm arm rails on toilet seats so they can push themselves up and steady themselves as they're getting up well same thing with cats they have arthritis starting and so they may have a harder time getting in and out of higher sided litter boxes so get up a really low side litter box. They make them specifically for seniors. So think about the things in your environment that you can do to help your aging cat be more comfortable. Wow, this has been a really good episode, Molly. Those are excellent points. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us today. Before we wrap up though, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, as I always say, remember that every cat is unique, right? Both in behavior and in their physical characteristics. You know, their dietary and health needs are going to vary. But providing the right nutrition, regular vet care, and loving environment is going to help ensure that your senior cat enjoys their golden years to the fullest. That's awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in. I'd like to say that to our audience today to Cat Talk Radio. We hope you found this episode informative and helpful. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to share or cover on future episodes, please email them to molly at cattalkradio.com. That's right. And, And remember, keep loving and caring for your senior cats. And they've given us so much joy in their lives. And it's our, it's your turn to to give back once they hit that senior level. And you can help us out. You know, this is an all-volunteer-based podcast. We're here to help you take better care of your cat. And as in today's episode, your senior cat. And in, we're right. trying to, we give you <laughs> ways to increase that bond between the two of you. And we're going to keep doing it as long as shelter, shelter euthanasia, euthanasia is the number, the number one, one cause of death, death in cats. cats. Thanks for tuning in today. Until next time, keep calm and purr on. Yes, goodbye, everybody. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. 
Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.